You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, once again to Be Kind and Rewind with Ruckus, the BKRR show where we are a nostalgia-based show on Premier Streaming Network. We invite pro wrestlers, athletes, actors, actresses, Notable personalities on the show to talk nostalgia, talk old toys, movies, games. And we have a very special guest this week. She is next level content creator, originator of Life of a Gothic Baby. It is Rebby Hardy. Rebby, how are you? How are you doing? You missed my biggest accolade. Director of Mikey Ruckus Music Director <laughs> of Ghost Town. Ghost Town. From Bring the Ruckus. Director, editor, designer, set set coordinator, everything. Oh, she did it all. Director of photography. Yes. You know, I still have that editor. neon sign that says Ghost Town. It's in the Dome of Deletion. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's and and that is uh, Will's first appearance. You can see his hand in the video. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I am very proud of that moment. The IMDB won't put me on yet, but I'm I'm, no. I'm hoping it'll come soon. No, you got to find your hand twin first. I know that that search that search still goes on for you, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we brought Rebby on this week. Uh, Rebby has chosen a special movie for us to review: The Bride of Chucky, 1998. I went back and watched that today. I should have got great laughs out of it. Great laughs. laughs. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, pop culture from the year 1998. Guess that top 10. My co-host, as you can see, to my right, your left, however that shows up on the screen, keeping mm-hmm. the will in the building, he's going to be going over the top 10 Billboard hits the week that Bride of Chucky was released. Mm. Are you ready to sing, Ravi? Nine, to the 98? Hell yeah. That was the, right. peak, the peak of music. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, sometimes that segment goes really well. Sometimes it falls off the rails. We had one fall off the rails last night. We'll talk about that offline. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Then we're going to go into uh, WTF toys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Toys that should never have made the market. We don't know who the quality control people were involved in the making and manufacturing and releases of these contraptions. But we have one this week that we're going to share. Rebby has not seen it yet. We'll be sending that to her while we are on to get her initial reaction. It's not as bad as you think. Uh, I'd say risque. Yeah, it's, is that it's, a good word to use? We, we were debating little, whether or uh, not we would even use this one. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as the E.T. finger, but it's pretty bad, right? So we'll see. The two-finger oh two squirt gun, that, that was bad. <laughs> oh, my. That was bad. So, yeah, we're somewhere along, that, along the lines of that. And then we're going to head into Wacky Table Reads. Rebby had sent us a couple of movies to choose from, and it was two, so we did two. We're going to be doing a scene from Mean Girls mm-hmm. where Katie has thrown a party and not invited Janice and Damien, and then the whole burn book gets exposed by Regina George. And then we're going to be doing How the Grinch Stole Christmas where Cindy Lou Who visits Jim Carrey at the lair. Bro, to did invite you mention that it was reenactments when I said yes to this? Because yeah. I didn't know. And yeah. then you said, <laughs> well, I said I cold scene reads. I said cold scene reads. I lost over that. And then you're like, all right, well, you're going to be this, and I'm going to be this. And I was like, bro, what? <laughs> I would not have. Yeah, oh, she's, that is great. She responded, oh, shit. I'd love to do this. I was like, yes, this is going to happen. And then she was like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know we were doing reenactment. Yeah. Got well, you no, now. No, what would you choose? No, looking at it differently, would you choose something different? Yeah, probably. You have an idea? The Grinch, bro, Jim Carrey, who can do that justice? Not you can. I we think Rebby Hardy can. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, we believe it's a done deal. It's, it's in there. <laughs> so without further ado, I'm going to kick this over to... Keeping it, Will. Did you watch The Bride of Chucky? Did I watch The Bride of Chucky? The answer is an astounding yes. I actually still have it up right now, right? 
Um, Which means you absolutely. were trying to do cliff notes to right before we went on the air. That's basically every thirty second, every thirty second hit. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. And then of course I had the IMDb, which is like movie reviewing for dummies. So that helped me out a lot. But no, oh, I did God. actually watch the movie. Plus, I've seen the movie as well already. So uh, great fun for this one. Jennifer Brian Tilly. Chucky for me was like my first adult movie that I saw on my own. So I feel like I really had like some sort of awakening to that movie, like in terms of like horror, in terms of profanity, in terms of fashion, music, everything like some like something changed within my mind when I saw that movie. I think that's why I have such like an affinity, like a connection to it, because I was like it was like my first like big girl movie. So you had never seen the other Chucky's beforehand. I had seen like clips and commercials and trailers that like my brothers traumatized me with when I was like a little kid because I was real little when the original Chuckies came yeah. out. I feel like I was like four or five, you know. So yeah, that I have really no idea about anything of Chucky before Bride of Chucky. All right, I think Ruckus was. I think you were twenty-seven when the first one came out. Ruckus, knock it off. I All was. Right. Oh, uh, I I was. I'm actually older than he is. Yeah, I um. <laughs> I can't add that fast. I was in my 20s. When, no, 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 no. When, when the first came Chucky out, came out, I was 13, like. 13. I wasn't 13, was 13 in 98. I had three kids in 98. In 88. Oh, in 88. Came out. Yeah, when the yeah first I was 13. Yeah, correct. Bro, I was 88 is when the first one came out. Oh I God. believe so, yeah. I have to double back and, and check, but I believe so. <laughs> so I can remember think? I had I had to go to the movie when we went to the movie theater to see it. We had a 99 cent theater in Hopewell, Virginia, and my best friend's mom had to sign the paper for us to go in and watch it. For the uh, original. Yeah. Good old days. Loved it. <laughs> so when you watch it now, Robbie, what do you think? Like, does it does it hold up for you now when you watch it? I mean, do you still find it interesting? I, it's crazy. I haven't seen it in like over a decade. Like, I really have not seen this movie in a while. But I feel like honestly, I could probably still quote it. That's how many times I saw it when I was younger. So I guess we about to, we about to see. Well, we are about to see. So, um, <laughs> so now, there's some great quotes in this. I was gonna say real quick: Are there any particular scenes that stand out in your mind when you think about it? Everything and it's so funny because it's such a memed movie too. But what I what I always think of when like Jennifer Tilly's in the in the circle, and I even remember the chat. Oh, they do it. I'm right. I remember the Give me thing. the power, I beg of I you. Beg of you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And like, there's that meme where it's like Chucky's on the floor there, and it's like my hot goth girlfriend, and me doing whatever my hot goth girlfriend. <laughs> says, <you know? laughs> I love that that right there. It's so cute. <laughs> So I was a big fan when it first started. If you went in the police officer going in to get the doll itself, you see the mask of Jason. You see the glove of Freddy Krueger. Did you catch that when you rewatched it today, Ruckus? No, I didn't. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's all in there. And, and a lot of that ties back into different people from the movie that were actually, um, they played in this, but they actually were in other movies as well of those franchises, which is kind of neat, right? Huh. Oh. Cool. Interesting. Cameos paying homage. I love that. Mm -hmm. Now, was this this was the first movie that had a doll love scene in it? Am I correct? And so, well, first first feature film that was in theaters that had dolls <laughs> that had dolls getting it on. I you know I don't know what you have in your stash keeping it will, but um you know that's I see the puzzled look on your face because you're like oh. No, if you look at this movie here, let me pull out my box. Let me pull out my box. Oh, well, I think I got Batman and Joker sitting together on the back behind my shoulder there. They're kind of like buddied up. So <laughs> now Jennifer Tilly, mm -hmm. I thought did a great job in this movie uh, voicing the bride of Chucky. And I don't even remember her name in the film. But uh, it was Tiffany. That's right. OK, <laughs> but um, it's you got to think about the transition from her acting to just voicing and a doll that can only have very minimal emotes, I guess you can say, to, mm -hmm. to show the emotion. So a lot of it has to come from voiceover. And I keep going back to the part where she's doing the makeup. <laughs> Where, oh yeah, where the doll Blondie. is doing her own makeup, yeah, <laughs> and Blondie's playing in the background, and I was like, man, this is uh, this is a, a a hell of a throwback, and I I had a good time watching it. I thought the soundtrack was great, great throwbacks, Rob Zombie, Blondie, and uh, a few others. 
Patsy Klein uh, crazy remix. That yes. really, that that song changed my life. <laughs> now I, I noticed that. I'm like, I'm gonna have to go get that song. That was a great version. I forgot it was in there. Now, yeah. could we could we actually say that maybe, just maybe, the bride of Chucky was the launch of the origin story for Life of a Gothic Baby? Maybe. <laughs> you know what? It, it really did inspire like part of my interest in goth culture i feel like it really did like the makeup the wardrobe the music it, it really did yeah origin story right here will origin story right here and uh <laughs> so you talk about that is amazing you talk about jennifer tilly you know who was originally supposed to play that part anybody know yeah. no. no gina gershon was originally supposed to play that part oh. and they were she was actually best friends with uh jennifer tilly and then she backed out of it and and suggested her and that's how she got the role wait who's gina gershon Gina Gershom. Um, did you remember? Oh, oh, Showgirls. You remember Showgirls? Yeah. Oh, the she brunette. Was, yeah, the black. Yes, the yeah. one that was the the lead. Oh yeah. Part. Okay, yeah. I remember her. She's also the one that did the chicken wing, the chicken leg. I don't know if you ever saw Joe. Killer Joe. Connie. Yes. Did you see Killer Joe? I saw bits and pieces of that. Yeah. Don't that. Yeah, mm. Go yeah, back and watch her. chicken leg scene. Okay. Um, and then Catherine Heigl's in this. I think this was her first like big role before she went Hollywood crazy, right? Yep. And uh, by the way, love Firefly Lane. I'm just gonna throw that out there now. I'm comfortable <laughs> with saying it. But but with that being said, uh, Julia Stiles was supposed to actually play the part of that as well. I see it. Oh. I can see and that. She, yeah, she dropped out to do ten things I hate about you. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. Dang. I can see Julia Stiles in that role. Who, Robbie, who do you think else could play that role besides Katherine Heigl? Anybody you think would be good with, like, the fantasy cast sometimes? I don't know, like, generic white girl? I could <laughs> <laughs> be on your fire. I'm sorry. Just insert. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if it was a All Puerto right. Rican girl, she'd have been screaming and yelling, be like, I'm off this damn van. I'm out. I'm hey. out. Yo, I ain't so, watching this dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Alexis Arquette was in it. What did you, Ruckus, what did you think about Alexis Arquette? That's, okay. I, give me time. <laughs> that's that's uh, all I think about now oh, is the wedding, wedding singer. singer. Every time. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, yeah, thought, great opening, too. Great opening to that movie. thought Alexis was great. So, when you say that this inspires some of the gothic, Robbie, like like has it entitled? I mean, entailed anything else as far as other movies, horror movies that you're into? I think it was like my my like first foray into into horror movies on my own because I wasn't allowed to watch them when I was younger. I didn't really particularly want to, and then I was like, oh, if it's like kitschy and campy like this, which I love. I don't like jump scare horror. I don't like gruesome, gory horror. I love like just corny, cheesy, yeah. slutty. Like that's totally my thing. So yeah, the kind of the kind of horror films you can sit back, laugh, and talk shit about as it's on the screen. Basically. Exactly. I don't need to be stressed out. Like I'm a, like life stresses me out enough. Like yeah. when I'm watching a movie or entertainment, like I need it to be a damn Broadway musical or like a song and dance <laughs> or some really cheesy, funny thing. <laughs> what is the scariest movie you've ever seen that you're like, nope, I will never watch that movie again. I walked out of 28 days later in the theater. I was really? just like, wow. too much, too, too, like, could possibly happen. It, I was stressed out. I was like, I do not need to be stressed out in a movie theater. This is my escape. Why? I left. That's the only movie in my life I've ever walked out of the theater. I was like, mm, 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 not crazy. Have you seen that one, Ruckus? I have. It, um, it, you're right about that. It is freaky. Yeah, it was realistic. freaky. I think the one for me, like, that I'll never watch again is The Strangers. Oh. I saw that one by myself late at night one night. This is when I was running Blockbuster, and uh, it messed me up for like four days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that even seeing the people with the mask, uh, it still it it triggers. I'm just like, nope, nope. Nope. It wasn't super. That's the shit I don't need. No, thank you. Mm -mm. (laughs) Me was uh, the Human Centipede. I thought that was your dream casting. Really? That was kind of like tongue-in-cheek. What? Like, that ass? That was his... He wished he was in that movie. Uh, Yeah, I needed to be the... the, It is gross. He needed to be the thorax. (laughs) (laughs) Not like scary, but like, ugh. Have you seen that, Ruckus? Yes. And I wish I didn't. 
exactly. I feel like I knew what it what it was about, like what was coming. So I was like kind of laughing through it because it was already like in its peak of popularity, where like people were already clowning on it. So I was like prepared. I feel like if I had just gone into it, like oh, this is a regular movie and seen that, I probably would have had the same reaction. To be honest, yeah, I was not prepared for what was happening there. <laughs> he wasn't ready. No, 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 no. And then so after this movie, we had three more Chucky movies. We had Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and The Cult of Chucky. Uh, have you seen any of those? Did you continue on with the Chucky series after this? I, I did see Seed of Chucky, yeah. And I definitely kept that same vibe going and even further, for sure. Have you seen him, Ruckus? I have not. No, uh, I, my original foray into the Chucky series ended after two. And then uh, I saw Bride of Chucky like a, a few years later, um, but it was just kind of in passing. It was on TV, and it just ha- I didn't like go out of my way to see it. But seeing it today, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I do I remember the birth scene at the very end of of it. So I, I knew that there was more. I just I hadn't gone into it, and I know they have a, te- a TV series happening now too. So mm-hmm. yeah, and Jennifer Tilly's in it. Somebody just sent me a Spanish uh, dubbed version of the original Chucky here, <laughs> literally yesterday, which is so funny. So I'm gonna see if it it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, movie is, and it's like this like concerned white lady like <laughs> so I understood what that meant unfortunately ruckus didn't so maybe look, we can you don't for you don't look Rebby Damn it, Ruckus! He's 0.003% Puerto Rican. I'm 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 50%. He, his 23 in, in, in me. Indigenous. I'm indigenous. Ooh. I'm more Puerto Rican. My 50% indigenous is more Puerto hey, Rican than you. I'm full-blooded Puerto Rican. Right. You are you, you have have the, You've got a you've got a pinky nail Puerto right. Rican. I tell you what, explain it to me in Spanish and then I'll let it go. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad Dorif, who is the voice of Chucky, actually said that this was his favorite Chucky movie until The Curse of Chucky was released. And I have not oh, seen wow. The Curse of Chucky yet. So I'm wow. curious to uh, go check that one out. Ruckus, where did this rate in your uh, Child's Play list of favorites? I like I, I like it better than two. Uh, than two. I've mm-hmm. seen the first two, and then I saw the bride. I liked it better than two. It was a little flashier. It had a little bit more. It was just a little bit more. Um, main, it had that mainstream kind of popcorn feel to it more than than two did. But number one will always be the the number one for me. And for you as well, Robbie. Yeah, I mean it's the only one I've really seen other than Cedar Chucky. So yeah. <laughs> All right, well, this movie came out on October 16th of 1998, and it had a budget of $25 million, opening weekend of $11 million, $50 million gross worldwide. But also that week, we had the top 40 of music. Every Sunday morning came out. Here we go. Now, Ravi, what we do here, I'll go over the songs, and then you and Ruckus have to remember them and then sing them. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. Now I'll tell you right. there there will be a slight delay uh, mm-hmm. on the feed just because we're on the internet. So if you start singing before I do, I'm just going to follow what you do. Don't even mind me. I, I'll throw you off every time. I've tried to explain this to Will how the whole internet thing works. He doesn't get yeah, it's it. A, so. It's a good second delay. That's enough to yeah. fuck you up for sure. <laughs> All right. So let's play a game. You ready, Ruckus? Let's do it. 1998. Say, wait, wait. I'm going to say a number. You say the number right behind. You ready? You ready? Oh, okay. One. One. No, 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 don't pause. Don't pause. One. One. Two. Two. Three. What the hell are you doing? So my point is you could still do it, right? I, everybody's on a delay. He wants to do Grease. He wants gonna... to do Grease. And I try to tell him we can't sing in unison because there's delays. He doesn't understand that aspect I, of I, it. I can try it. <laughs> there you go. See, I like the spirit. All right. And then for the number one song, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet right now, but it's, uh, I want to see if you guys can actually see, know the words to the number one song. It's one oh, of I the most, nobody knows what the hell they're saying songs Ooh. ever made. All, All right. right. Starting right now, number 10, week ending October 17th, 1998. Number 10, Time After Time by 
Enosh. Okay. Is that the Cindy Lauper remake? It is the Cindy Lauper. If you're lost, you can look and you will find me. Time after time. <laughs> time. <laughs> Did that count? Did we do it? Yes. yes. You got it. You got it. <laughs> hey. All right. All right. Number nine. <laughs> I'm say something really horrible, but I didn't, Ruckus. Number nine. Touch It by Monifa. Touch It? Is that like touch it, bring it? I was thinking the same thing. That's Buster Rhymes, though. Touch it, bring it, play it, watch yeah. it, turn it, leave it, stop format it. Who is Monifa? Monifa. Who is Monifa? Does I don't that know. ring a bell to anybody? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> touch it, touch it by Monifa. Touch it by Monifa. They you know how it goes? You sing it. I have no idea. I've never even heard of this song or this person. This is, it's very rare that I don't know it. Damn. And I'm shocked. All right, we're going to have to go back and we're going to have to check it out for science. Number eight, because of you, 98 degrees. Oh, sh. 98 degrees? I thought it was going to be Kelly Clarkson. Because of you. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Is it? But that's not, is it? No. No, no that's but, not it. <laughs> but we're the pipes. Good job. All right. So we got no 98 degrees because of you. All right, now we know. Bro, this I one, thought right? well, I was gonna do way better than this. This is oh, like- no, you did good. All right, this is, but this right here, the next two are gonna be your time to shine. Okay, are oh, you ready? Sh- okay. All right. <laughs> Number seven, big massive hit, 1998. God damn, just say it. <laughs> My God, the suspense. Faith Hills, this kiss. It's a pivotal moment. It's such a place, right? Yeah. This kiss. This, this kiss. Unstoppable. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right. Number six. I actually saw this guy in concert. True story. I was supposed to see Ken Reese's Dog Star. He canceled the last minute. This guy headlined. But the opening band that night was Eight Stop Seven. I don't know if you heard of them, but they're amazing. But I saw this guy headline a show, and it was it was bad. It was bad. I'm just gonna say it right now. But this song is not bad. This song is great, actually. Number six, Edwin McCain, I'll be. I'll be your blood and shoulder. Yeah, there you go. I'll be better when I'm older. Oh, I'll be the, the greatest. greatest oh. <laughs> <laughs> she even switched nice. up the lyrics. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Beautiful. Number five. Number five. Another song I actually do like. It's in my Spotify. Um, and if I feel like somebody's getting too close, I'll send it to them. Ruckus, are you ready? Ooh, it's okay. a pre-breakup song. Pre-breakup song. A pre-breakup song. Yeah, you got to send the pre-breakup song. It's uh, Jennifer Page, Crush. Pre-breakup? Yeah, yeah. Like, I love so that they, song. Well, yeah, but it's it let them know that. A little crush. Like oh, sh- that one, yeah. Every time we touch, it's just. Why are you not recording? Why are you not recording your own music? Everything I do. <laughs> oh my God! You, you Why got... is a break song? We well, no, it's it's a pre-break. Oh, because I don't so, like you that much. Bitch. Is that what yeah. you mean? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. It's in a nice flirtatious way of letting Damn. them know. <laughs> Easy, easy. Well, let them down. Just slow. My God, well, that crush. is slow though. If you think it's like it's, that's why it's a pre-breakup. <laughs> Just in case. Holy crap. Watch your ass, bitch. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you knew it because I didn't remember it until after you started singing, so. Oh, my nice. God. All right, number four. I don't remember if this is a remake of another band from the 70s, but maybe you guys will know this one. Drew Hill featuring Redman, How Deep Is Your Love? This was pre-Thong Song, right? Thong Song was Cisco, so. Yeah, Cisco was the lead singer of Drew Hill. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't remember it. Is it? I feel like if I would hear it, I would know, but I I have that like dance version, that dance song that goes, How deep is your love? <laughs> that one's <laughs> in my head. That's not it. It's like, the, well, it's like, is it a cover of the BG song, How Deep Is Your Love? How deep is your love? 
Okay. All right. Number three. <laughs> Go with it. A song that made us all cry at the end of a movie, right? That was a massive hit for Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. And I don't, don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Even when I dream of you. How are you, you need to be on a track. That's what I'm saying. Like, she, how yeah. are you not recording your own music? I do, but I still miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. Let me hear the scream. Even when I dream of you. <laughs> you sweetest thing I never do. <laughs> Uh, this might be the start of a of a. You said you had thirty seven jobs. This might be the start of the thirty eight. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I mean, if we only knew a musician that recorded music, that could. I have it, no idea what you're talking about. I, yeah. Well, I wasn't definitely referring to you. Oh, All right. Number two. I do not know this one. Right. It is Monica. The first night. Oh, damn it. Number two, and we don't know it? The first night by Monica. Monica was, was massive in the 90s, right? Yeah. I wasn't a big no. Monica fan, though. Neither was I. But I did dig the, <laughs> the boy is mine with Brandy, though. I did dig that. Let's that was all right. Mm. It was all right. It was all right. All right, number one. <laughs> I need you guys. You can be, you don't have to sing together, but you have to start from the beginning. Okay. Okay. All right. This song was a massive hit. One of the funnest concerts I've ever been to. Uh, people have been trying to master this song for years. It's on the same lines of "It's the End of the World as We Know It" by R.E.M. You hear the words, you don't know the words. It is by the Bare Naked Ladies. One week. It's been one week since you left me. <laughs> Watch the next files when the lights on. <laughs> I used to be able to do it. You know who can do that? Mrs. Ruckus can actually sing that song. What? I don't, I don't know it, but. <laughs> Chicken Cherry Cola. That's all I Kind of makes it funny when you feel oh. you're thinking, man. Kind of smile oh, hard when they feel bad. Yeah. If you ever get a chance to catch a bare naked lady, so you don't even have to like their music. It's actually a very fun concert. All right. So oh, wow. uh, you Sounds let me nice. just say this. I think right now we don't have a title per se, but if we had a title for singing these songs, the best ever, you would be the undisputed champion yep. of the world right now. A thousand percent. Me, you're right, man. You, yes. I can get yes. the album. Yeah. God damn. Maybe we should pick a movie from 99. My, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Well, we're talking about your singing ability. You actually can sing very well. I think we just broke news here that, that you're a massive singer, too. I don't know about all that. So, <laughs> so uh, we'll be in the studio writing songs. We're cutting it out. We got an album dropping in three months. We don't cut months. a Spanish album. We ain't records. <laughs> he can't speak Spanish, so it won't help you. <laughs> I could do the music. You shut your face. <laughs> Will is very good at trying to give other people extra work. We'll just kind of leave yeah, it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm great at it. I'm great at it. great in this household. That's literally, that's literally my job. That's literally my Shit. job is to get other people to do this. I love it. Absolutely. All right. So, so in 1998, we had some interesting facts uh, that happened. Seinfeld's uh, aired its final episode. Sex in the City premiered on HBO. Were you a big Sex in the City fan? After the fact, yeah, for sure. I like watching it as an adult because I got to like go see all of the places that I used to like go out when I was like in my crazy phase. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You're from New York, all, right? all the hot like New York spots are like kind of immortalized within there. So I'm like, oh, you know, I remember <laughs> that. Huh. <laughs> all right. We uh TRL premiered on MTV. R.I.P. MTV. I remember TRL. Wow. It was to cut school and go to TRL. Wait, wait. Hold on, time out. Really? <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw NSYNC in TRL. Whenever there was somebody that I knew was going to be on TRL, I would cut school and go to Times Square. Go to see wow. them in TRL. Yeah. Have you, are you seen anywhere in any of the, I will go find that tape. Have you been in any of the, uh, you, there's probably, some footage of me out on the street looking like an idiot, screaming for a freaking <laughs> or something. Yeah. I would dress up and everything, yeah. 
That is amazing. Uh, Cher released her comeback single, Believe, which is the big song to use auto-tune. Auto-tune. Auto-tune, which is also the help of ruckus success as well. So so that's I thought that was an interesting fact. Jerry Hollowell. I'll take that. I'll take that. Jerry Even though it's not true, I'll, I'll take it. It's not true. We all know. <laughs> Jerry Hollowell left the Spice Girls while they were in the middle of a world tour. Do y'all remember? I that? remember that because that was like a Did huge deal. The reason that came out allegedly this year Mm-mm. is because Jerry and Mel B were lovers. And when they broke up and she got engaged, Jerry couldn't take it no more and she had to leave. Wow. Wait, what? Wow. And it's, she wrote a there's like little Easter eggs, like little hints to it in her book that she wrote in her memoir. And like they've even talked about it now that they've reunited on tour, like at live shows and stuff. Like oh, wow. Little, yeah. Crazy. I think um, so it's not been a hundred percent confirmed, but like that's the word. That's still pretty that's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry was my favorite. Jerry Me wait, too. Jerry was your favorite? <laughs> yeah, Jerry was my favorite spice girl. You know what my favorite was? Sporty spice. No, nice. she's fan. she's my second favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a big fan I of I had a dance spice. troupe and I was I played sporty spice. I was the oh, really? I could do the do the kick that she did. <laughs> Can you dance ruckus? Uh I used to. I used to be able to. I can't anymore. It was evident in that wedding two weeks ago yeah, when yeah. I tried so I, I tried I, to I throw knew. down, I tried to do hey. some popping and locking and break dancing. Like we used to do when we throw cardboard on the street back in the day. Didn't end well. Yeah, Did not end well. well. Yeah, I saw it. And Scuffed up the floor pretty Puerto good, Rican too. Puerto Rican never stops throwing dance. I'm just going to throw that up there, okay? We oh, just can dance. That's what we're people do. NSYNC yes. uh, released the American <laughs> debut single, I Want You Back. There you go. As, as you're going there. All I ever wanted. And all I ever needed, yeah. <laughs> Tell me what that's in a commercial now. There was a commercial I just saw on TV today where they've synced that song to a commercial. What's well, coming? They're coming well back. Deserved. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want Hold on, you back. Hey, I want to say this right now. Get your bleed button. Hey, go f yourself. Because remember me into <laughs> a huge argument over Justin Timberlake? Yes. I said, watch. He's dying. I even said that he's going to. He's not Timberlake. getting back with NSYNC because he's broke. I didn't say he was broke. No one said he You was said broke, because he fell you. off and he needed the money. I you know what I think it is? Brittany just came out with her memoir, a crazy tell-all, spilling all the tea on all of her stuff. I think Justin knew that it was going to come out, and his team calculated that they needed a distraction. A distraction. Around the town that Boom. Her, around the time her book was coming out, and here comes NSYNC and a big reunion of Justin Timberlake uh-huh. to deflect from all of this crazy Britney Ooh. Spears news. And look at the pictures, at the group pictures. He's just kind of like... Meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you? He, mm. Yeah, because he right. probably makes double on his own doing he a show money. than he does with he's the whole a group. Great actor, but he's mm. not the dancer and singer he used to be. And he tried to do it, and he took a lot of heat from that one video. No, that's and I think this is a way of saying that's I'll the mil- show you. That's the Why? millennials poking fun at the older guy doing it's dance. Not the, it's the Gen Zers. The Gen the Zers. Are the, yeah, the millennials are in with the World War Zers. The oh, millennials God. are back on our side now. We've gotten them back. Right? They've aged out. They embarrassed so, him. He could, he didn't commit. You got to go full out. When you, you go to thousands, go you got to go full out. He didn't do it. He did himself a disservice. He God, did. Shame he on you, himself. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> you deserve all the heat right now. Yes. <laughs> all right. Apple released its first revolutionary and now iconic iMac. Um, and then we'll end it with this. The Wu-Tang Clan's old dirty bastard, interrupted Sean Colvin while she was receiving her Grammy for Song of the Year to give his infamous Wu-Tang is for the Wu-Tang is for the children. Wu-Tang is the best. I remember that, was, that moment. That They oh, were doing hey. it before Kanye even knew what was crazy <laughs> was, right? Do, do you remember Do you remember seeing that at all, Robbie? It was massive I, I when it happened. I, I know just from, like, pop culture references of, like, you know, what, what he just said, but, yeah. And who was it he interrupted again? Sean Colvin. Sean, he, that's because he was like, Sean Colvin is good. Wu Tang is the best. <laughs> and he was, oh, he was messed up. Messed when he up. went up there. <laughs> Do you think Kanye was mimicking him then? No. I've never, no. I've never seen anybody say Not that. at all. Very similar. He right? was completely coherent when he walked up there and snatched that mic from Taylor Swift. 
And he was like, I'm going to let you finish. Like surprised that the words coming out of his mouth as the rest of us were. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, Kanye. All right. Well, that uh, that's Pop Coach for 1998. Ruckus, we're going to now surprise Rabbi with a infamous what the F toy. Are you ready? All right, here we go. I'm getting ready to send it to you right now. It's a link. Okay. I'm pulling it up at the same time. This is an Eastern, Middle Eastern doll that came out. And this was a real thing. Oh, you're not going to like my reaction. <laughs> oh, no. That's what we That's what we chose for you. So we're excited. I love it. I love it. I, love it. I want one right now. Your girl's going on eBay I, immediately. I knew. The it's breast the milk breast, baby. Breast milk baby. Are you kidding? Listen, you got a crunchy bitch in here. Okay? I love that shit. We knew this would be perfect for you. For having this doll on this show. <laughs> Listen, no, I, I think it's I think it needs to be like more normalized, right? Everybody's used to titties meaning one thing and it's sexy and cleavage and stuff, you know? And <laughs> but, but y'all forget what titties are really for. And I feel like breastfeeding needs to be normalized. There needs to be less of a stigma about it. I feel like every baby should be mandated breast milk baby so that we can normalize the shit and that moms feeding their babies, minding their business, aren't harassed. <laughs> when there's girls right next to them, titties out with a wonder bra. Nobody says shit. I'm sorry. Free the titties. Feed the babies. Like... I'm gonna go I mean, on eBay right now. Free the right titties, now. feed the babies. Are, are you? That so is a bumper sticker. <laughs> the breast milk baby. So what this is is a breast milk baby. It was released in Germany, right? And it's basically a doll where a child puts a vest over themselves, and there's they there's like a milk in the vest, oh and then they God. take the baby up to the 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 udder, the nipple, udder. the udder, <laughs> nipple. And the baby will actually oh my God, take dude. in the breast milk. <laughs> I think it's udder. cute as shit. I love it. It's I think it could be a good teaching tool for like teaching kids about babies and childbirth and all of that. And they see their mom doing it and they want to do it. I think it's cool. I think it's cool as hell. And if no. anybody think it's not, I want to fight you. I want to oh, fight, fight you. Uh -oh. out. See, and this is why. So, Rebby, Will had sent this to me. And he says, I think we should use this. Now, we had somebody else that we had on the show, and I was like, I don't think three dudes talking about a breast milk baby is going to work. <laughs> we, need, we need a woman's perspective on this. So there when you go. said, when I asked you if you want to do the show, and you said, oh, shit, yeah, let's do it, he and I both agreed immediately. Oh, nice. This is the toy. <laughs> this is the toy for I Rebby. Love it. <laughs> Listen, I was the one, like, on set at, like, TNA, like, in between matches, titties out feeding my baby. Like, <laughs> Like that was me. Like I just, you know, I breastfed all my kids. Like I just, I just want that normalized. I, I, breast milk babies for everybody. I love it. Do you think it's become more normalized over the last, say, last ten years? Because we're starting to see more people, like in restaurants and sitting at tables or out like that, that are breastfeeding. I mean, they generally use a cover up, but we're seeing it more. No, at least I am out in restaurants stuff like that. I'm seeing it more. And I think yeah. it's it's got it's starting to get to the point where it, it is normal. Like you know, when you see it, just like oh okay. I mean, especially at a restaurant because we're eating, they're eating, everybody's eating, right? Isn't that what you should do at a restaurant? There you go. I mean, it's context. People, are, it's like oh, what if I started peeing? Like you don't need a, <laughs> to feed your baby with your penis. Like that's not like applicable. Please, like don't bring those. Don't make it weird, right? It's not like yeah. a sexual thing. Like don't yeah. make it sexual. That's a like, felony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a women helper. Yeah. No, for sure. Oh my! All right, all right. Well, uh, we we. I'm glad of your reaction to that. I think that's super cool, and it's pretty much right on line with what Ruckus thought how that would go, right? Yep, exactly, exactly. And and bro, I thought funny, it was gonna be something so much worse. I'm glad. It oh, was we've not, had. I was not ready. Oh, we've had worse. We've had <laughs> way worse. <laughs> Everybody, this is Mikey Ruckus, and I'm here to tell you about a brand new segment coming to the BKRR show, Beat the Ruckus, where you send in your obscure nostalgia questions to see if I know them, which I probably don't. And if I don't, you win a prize. Be sure to send your questions in to thebkrrshow at gmail.com, and good luck.
Well, that will bring us to our favorite portion of the night, Rebby. Ruckus, take us away. We are entering the realm of wacky table reads. Guys, if you have been following us for the last year, you know exactly what we do here. For those who are just joining us for the first time or are new to the show, Wacky Table Reads is a segment where our guests will choose movies, their favorite comedies, or some comedies off the top of their heads. Keeping that Will and I will choose scenes from each movie, and we reenact those scenes. Now, Rebby did not know we were doing reenactments until she got the scripts today. Yeah. <laughs> I f***ed up, guys. <laughs> so... As as normal, uh, and it, it's it's pretty typical with the BKRR show, our guests get the scripts either the day of or the night before, depending on how much time I have in the day or what's going on. Rebby got these today. And, um, I ain't even looked at it, so. <laughs> and and we have not doing? rehearsed anything. So this is going to be a lot of fun. The first... <laughs> The first scene we're going to do is from the movie Mean Girls, okay, where um, Katie is throwing a party, and she did not invite her friends Janice and, and uh, Damien to the to the party. She's trying to go oh. after Regina George's ex boyfriend, Aaron, and she's doing this whole I'm doing plastic uh, surgery and and recon and all this kind of stuff. Well, she gets confronted by her friends out the front door. Regina finds out that Katie's been giving her protein bars to gain weight when she thought that they were weight loss uh, bars. Regina goes crazy, takes the uh, <laughs> takes the the burn book and uh, and spreads it all throughout the school and tries to make it look like Katie and the other two girls that are their friends were the ones who who did it. So, with this scene narrating and playing mm-hmm. the role of Damien, will be keeping it will. I have a couple of different roles. I'll be playing Katie, Lindsay Lohan. Katie. Katie, we've already been through this. We did a, mm-hmm. we did another we did a different Katie. table read. Yeah, it's Katie. Like with this, this Katie. <laughs> I'll be playing Regina's new boyfriend and Principal Duval, and Janice, as well as Regina George, will be played by Rebby Hardy. Oof. Are you excited? Are you excited? No, my guy. I- <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you knocked the singing out of the park. I, I think I feel like you're going to do this, but I do have a question, real quick. You should have done a musical. We just sang this shit all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go. Well, we'll have to come back for Greece. But <laughs> what is my inspiration for Damien? Damien is the um, he's the gay best friend. Got it. But he's very uh, top of the line. He's a big guy. He looks like he's like maybe six four, six five. The guy that's in Bully. He's in that movie Bully. Yes. Yes, I know exactly. Okay, I got it. I'm, and in I'm, this scene, he's actually panicked. He's actually panicked because he's driving the car. Janice is sticking out of the sunroof, yelling at Katie. It's mm. 10 minutes past his curfew, and he's kind mm. of freaking out. Okay. And then he has a All freak right. out moment at the end because he wants his pink shirt back. Oh, hey now. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Complete oh cold scene read. <clears throat> no rehearsing. None. Whatever happens, happens. Mm. As always. Life motto. Mean Girls. Well, before we start, you might want to let her know, yellow is narration. We do read that out. And anything in green is an emotion or action. Action on screen, yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> so when you see the yellow, we'll actually be reading that out. All right, you ready? Okay. Here we go. Mean Girls, keeping the will. You ready? <clears throat> ready. Rebby Hardy, you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one, scene. Katie threw a party while her parents were gone to try and hook up with Aaron, and the plan backfired. On top of that, she decided not to invite Janice and Damien, to which they pull up and confront her. Oh, God. <laughs> you dirty little liar. I'm sorry. I can, I can explain. Explain how you forgot to invite us to your party? Janice, I cannot stop this car. I have a 
You know I couldn't invite you. I had to pretend to be plastic. Hey, buddy, you're not pretending anymore. You're plastic. Cold, shiny, hard plastic. Curfew. It's 1 a.m. It is now 1.10. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? You're the one who made me like this so you could use me for your eighth grade revenge. God, see, at least me and Regina George know we're mean. You try to act like you're so innocent, like, oh, I used to live in Africa with other little friends and other little money. <laughs> you know what? It's not my fault you're in love with me or something. What? Oh, no, she did not. <laughs> See, that's the thing with you, Plastics. You think that everybody is in love with you when actually everybody hates you. Like Aaron Samuels, for example. He broke up with Regina, and guess what? He still doesn't want you. So why are you still messing with Regina, Katie? I'll tell you why. Because you are a mean girl. You're a bitch. <laughs> Janice reaches into the car and throws a poster that she painted of the three of them together. Here, you can have this. <laughs> Damien speeds away, creaming back at Caddy. Creep. <laughs> I forgot the S. <laughs> and I want my pink shirt back. I want my pink shirt back. <laughs> Meanwhile, Regina is oh, grinly leaving <laughs> after walking in to see. Katie and Aaron kissing. She's been eating protein bars that Katie gave her, thinking they would help her lose weight. Her new boyfriend is now following behind her. Hun, slow down. It's like I can't trust anyone anymore. Why are you eating a Colteen bar? I'm starving. I hate those things. Coach Carr makes us eat those when we want to move up a weight class. What? They make you gain weight like crazy. Mother <laughs> Regina goes ballistic, screaming and thrashing about as she races home. She walks through her house while in total meltdown, marching straight to her room. She grabs a picture of her and Caddy off the wall, grabs a burn book and sets it in the middle of the floor. She finds a blank page and begins to write. This girl is the nastiest skank bitch I've ever met. Do not trust her. She is a ugly what? Regina cuts the picture of her and Katie in half and pastes half of it in the book. A slow reveal shows that she has placed her own picture under the quote. Next, we see Regina in Mr. Duvall's office. <laughs> it's so mean, Mr. Duvall. Is this true? Trank Pack made out with Coach Carr? Good Lord. What's that say? Caitlin Cawson is a... Bad whore. <laughs> okay, calm down, Miss George. Why would somebody write that? That's just so mean. Don't worry. We're going to find out who did it. There's only three girls in the whole school who aren't in it. And scene! Thank <laughs> <laughs> God, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? You killed it! <laughs> so good! <laughs> so bad. Okay. Oh. Tell I was Go typing Katty. really fast because I think I've had more. I have more typos in the narrating than I ever had. Dog shit. Every week. Don't do lie. He has them every week. I don't have them every week. Do it. Every that week was the first time. Do it. Oh you a goddamn lie. I did the scripts <laughs> one time and there was one small typo and he lost his mind. No, right? you had broken sentences. Oops. Like we were trying to speak broken. in hieroglyphics. All it didn't work. Broken. Right? <laughs> you you're typing. You're, you're typing in Zimbabwe. I type. No understand. Run on sentences. Because right. I want to see how much you can get in before you take a breath. So. <laughs> the, the, the Roman <laughs> Rebbe, you killed it. <laughs> Great oh job. Oh, my God. Woo, we did it. Oh, my God. All right. Which brings us to the coup de grace. I think this is going to be a masterful performance from Rebbe Hardy. We are doing a scene from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 
And once again, she didn't know we were doing table reads when she suggested this. I was like, so what are some of your favorite movies? Just name some some of your favorite comedies. She was like, Mean Girls, uh, Grinch. Um, I'm such a bad movie person. <laughs> I was like, this, yeah, yeah, like, I said, this Grinch? And I showed her the cartoon cover. She's like, no, 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 no. The one with Jim Carrey. I was like, ah, ha, ha, I thought <laughs> so. Like the Laura actors. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> so in this scene, Cindy Lou Who decides to visit the Grinch at his lair to invite him to be the Christmas cheer meister at the town Christmas party. Okay. All right. And uh, she's trying to get psycho into this. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Need to eat some glass or something. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, there's a little narrative heavy, but narrating will be the gravel filled voice of keeping it. Will. what the fuck? I understand. sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, I have a a man's voice. I'm sorry that you don't. That speaks Spanish. If you you started to roll off, you'd sound like Sean Connery. Oh, God. Oh, God. You bring a knife, you better bring a gun. (laughs) I'll just smack it around. I I don't even care. Anyway, narrating, keeping a will, playing the role of Cindy Lou Who will be myself. And Jim Carrey, the Grinch, hey now. will be played by Rebby Hardy. What is this music? Is there music? Is there? I don't hear music. I'm listening. Maybe I don't hear. My somebody in my house is blasting music. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you not, please? <laughs> Are you people serious right now? I thought it was you trying no, to like, add dramatic no. effect. Like, no. <laughs> are you, are you fucking with me? <laughs> yeah, we'll do all that in post. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Here we go. Just my fucking kids blasting Josh Groban or some whatever the hell. I don't even know what that You lift me up. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. All right. So, again, a uh, little narrative heavy and a lot of on-screen animated Acting mm-hmm. for Jim Carrey slash. I'm just gonna try and do the, the voice because I can't. I can't act. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I think. I think it's. It. I think you got it in you. You can act. That's. The I thing. think you, you got can. it in you. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. That you very natural. That last scene. You were very natural, naturally funny. So I think you did great. So you got this one. <laughs> right. 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 Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? All right, here we go. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, keeping the will. You ready? Ready. Rebby Hardy, you ready? Let's do it. Three, two, one, scene. Cindy Lou, who decides to visit the Grinch at his lair to invite him to the town Christmas party. Grinch is not very pleased to see that she is visiting. Mr. Grinch. Mr. Grinch. Hello. Cindy Lou, who crawls through the doggy door and makes her way in. She finds the Grinch is standing in front of a giant monkey toy that is crashing his cymbals, together with Grinch's head stuck in between them. Oh! (laughs) Cindy Lou, who taps Grinch on the shoulder. Grinch doesn't seem too pleased that she has interrupted him. Excuse me. Hello, little girl. <laughs> How do you enter the Grinch's lair? The impudence, the audacity, the unmitigated goal. Call down the thunder. Now, get ready for the moon. Into the face of fear. <laughs> Mr. Grinch, my name is Cindy Lou. You see? The terror is rolling up inside you. I'm not scared. Denial is expected to be in the face of pure evil. I don't think so. Doubt? 
Another unmistakable sign of the heebie-jeebie. <laughs> you're doomed. Grinch begins wildly pulling at his shirt. Holy shit. Um, maybe you need a timeout. <laughs> it's today so desensitized by movies and television. What do you want? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Grinch, I came to invite you to the holiday cheermeister. Uh, holiday who be whaty? Cheermeister. Cheermeister, celebrate with friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I know you hate Christmas, but what if it's all just a misunderstanding? I don't care. I mean, I myself am having some Yuletide doubts, but maybe if you reunite with the Who's and be part of Christmas. Maybe if you reunite with the Who's and grow up. Then maybe it will be all right for me, too. I'm sorry. Your session is over. Please make another appointment with the receptionist on the way out. Please, please, you have to accept the award. <gasps> I never mentioned an award. Yeah, with a trophy and everything. And I won? You won! That means there were losers. I guess. <laughs> so if you come, a town full of losers! <laughs> I like it. Tell me, was anyone emotionally shattered? And a minute ago, I can shut you up. Details, details. Well, the mayor wasn't happy. Oh, no. Martha May will be there. She will. Mm-hmm. And she'll see me. A winner. She'll be on me like fleagle flies on a flat face fleagle horse. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Martha, baby. But the G-Chain has left the station. So you'll come? All right. I don't know if it's that adorable twinkle in your eye or that nonconformist streak that reminds me of a younger, less hairy me. But you've convinced me. Who knows? This hubilation could change my entire outlook on life. Really? No. <laughs> With a pull of a lever, Grinch sends Cindy Lou, oh! who careening through the floor. <laughs> And scene! Oh my god. Wow! Oh, wow. Uh, oh, yeah. that was fing cursed. <laughs> that was a great. That was so much fun. That I was. I love your Cindy Lou voice. <laughs> I can't get any higher than that, though. That was his real voice, just so we know right now, right? That was my diaphragm falsetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Rebby Hardy, tell everybody where you're at these days, where they can find you, anything you got going on, anything you want people to know. The floor is yours. Oh, thank you so much. I've got my book that I have written. It's a children's book, Life of a Gothic Baby. It's about breaking negative stereotypes about spooky things and the gothic subculture and it was inspired by my web series life of a gothic baby which you can find on tiktok i'm on tiktok at rebby hardy the book is at gothicbabybook.com we've got a plushie to accompany it here and these are in production right now we just need a few more here to hit our goal and uh yeah it's so cute she's so squishy and so lovely wow and other than that yeah just keep up on the internet full-time content creation and going on tour with the book very soon. Wow. Do you have any tour dates that you know of yet? Not yet. I'm starting in January, so. Okay, perfect. Well, then this will actually, yeah, roll out right around then. So when you get timing. when you get your tour dates, feel free to shoot them over because we'll post them in, in post. Oh, nice. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're still streaming on Twitch? I am, yeah. Not, not as much because... Gosh, content is really taken out. Excuse me, a lot of a lot out of me, but it is still uh, on Twitch at House Hardy. Awesome, absolutely. Awesome. All right, Ruckus. Well, Man. I want to say before we go out, 
Rugby, amazing time. That was, uh, you, you hit a home run in every aspect of the show. Thank you so much. Oh, what a fun show you guys have. This was really, it was enjoyable. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. You're an amazing human being. You're an amazing talent. You have amazing creative, like, and I'm not just blowing smoke. Like, I remember the entire process uh, when we were doing the the shoot for uh, for the Ghost Town video and then seeing the clips come through and just seeing it all come to life. Like, there is a lot more in the Rebby Hardy tank that the world is yet to see. So um, hats off to you. Thank you for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Rebby Hardy. Oh.